0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-0-
You can get the effect immediately? Indeed, Jameis said. Well, that helps a bit, I guess. Still, I was hoping to be able to use an Imperial Nova. A bunch of mages all firing at once with an extra thousand focus would be devastating. I strongly suggest you never try such a thing. Their brains would explode into paste, unless they had enough arcane resistance to mitigate the effect. One thousand focus is not a buff, it's an attack. Soul strain again? Yes. Damn it, what if I did it slowly? Could they get used to it over time? Perhaps, if they were high enough level. One thousand focus is a ridiculous number, even for a silver plate. A hundred, though, Jameis stared into the campfire, considering. Rain watched him. As fascinating as the older mage seemed to find the conversation, it looked like he was about to drop. Rain decided to show mercy. Thanks, Jameis. I'll let you get some sleep. Jameis sighed. Probably for the best. I'm not as young as I used to be. He stood with another enormous yawn and went to retrieve his bedroll from his pack. I should ask about his past sometime. He's the oldest adventurer I've seen. Except maybe Lavaro. He doesn't usually act like it, though. He can't have been doing this his whole life. Rain sighed. The system really was unfair. He looked over at Amelia, where she was standing watch, having returned a little before Jameis and Carten. She said she could use Purify when she was eight years old. With that big of a head start, no wonder she's so strong. Not that I'm envious or anything. I'm not one to talk. I had a level 18 blue dropped into my lap for crying out loud. Rain rubbed at his eyes. It was getting really late, and he'd been doing his own training in the afternoon. Though he stopped well short of Val's level of insanity, after the dark-skinned man had vomited, he'd somehow convinced Rain to let him keep going. He'd kept insisting he was fine up until he literally passed out on his feet. I can't believe I let him do that. I mean, I get where he's coming from, but still. He was capped for years, but there is such a thing as taking it too far. Yeah, my whole sensory deprivation training technique is up there on the insanity scale, but that's just boring as fuck, not physically painful. I hope he didn't give himself brain damage. Rain sighed. Anyway, enough waiting. Tier 3. What wonders await? Aura Metamatic. Tier 3. Aura Compression, 0 out of 10. Compress Aura Output, reducing range to boost intensity. Increase intensity by 0.2% per meter of compression. Requires 50 ranks in Aura Metamagic. Requires 10 ranks in Aura IFF. Huh. There's only one new skill. Oh well, it's tier 3, so it should be pretty good. Let's see here. It would let me limit the range of auras, if nothing else. That's something I really need. Now that Immolate and Refrigerate are ranking up, I don't want to burninate the countryside. Let alone the peasants. The factor on here is tiny. So, at first glance, compression seems pretty bad. 
but I'll need to do the math to be sure. Man, I'm not going to sleep anytime soon, am I? I need a test case. Winter is easy enough, with all buffs. Rain sank into Aura Focus, pulling up the skills description to check the numbers with everything maxed. He'd gotten pretty used to the sensory deprivation by now, so he didn't have any trouble staying seated without toppling off the log he was sitting on. Winter, 8 out of 10. Experience, 2,362 out of 2,900. Boost mana regen by 1,363% for all entities. Range, 76.7 meters. Cost, 432 MP per hour. He almost toppled over anyway, as he saw the massive numbers displayed on the panel. Wow, I need to check this more often. 76.7 meters? Over a thousand percent? This is insane. Also, it feels really frigid now. I know it's in my head, but the feeling is totally getting stronger. It isn't really cold, though. It's like the feeling of winter itself. The winter experience. Odd. Anyway, aura compression. 76 meters of range, so that's 1,363% times 0.2 times 76. I need that damn calculator. I'm going to go ahead and guess that it's going to be broken as shit. I'd take it anyway, just for the ability to limit the range of an aura. He paused to yawn, his jaw creaking. I should try to sleep. I can work through the math later. He cancelled Aura Focus and got up, using a brief burst of Purify to take care of his bladder. He dug his blanket out of his pack and cocooned himself near the fire. He activated Aura Focus, planning on using it to train Winter overnight. He let the feeling of Winter seep into his bones as he multiplied sheep until he drifted off. Rain's alarm rang. He dismissed it and rolled over. A strange sensation startled Rain from his slumber, and his eyes flicked open. The world remained black and silent. Oh, yeah. He cancelled Aura Focus and his senses returned. He was hanging upside down from his ankles, explaining the origin of the odd signals from his inner ear that had woken him. I'm awake, Cartan. You can put me down, he said. He struggled to free his head from his chainmail, which had slipped free from his belt and slid down to hang over his face. Cartan laughed and lowered him to the ground. Rain managed to free himself, and then straightened his armor, securing it once more around his waist with the belt. Oh, that was just rain. I thought it was going to be freezing today. Val said. He handed Rain a steaming hot bowl of stew. Wait, what? Freezing? Oh. He's talking about winter. What time is it? Rain asked, accepting the stew gratefully. Mid-morning, Amelia answered. We decided to let you sleep, but enough was enough. Rain took a bite of stew and moaned. It's so good. Jameis doffed his hat and took a bow. See, I told you it was worth the wait. 
When Amelia had returned from hunting the day before, she'd been carrying a massive cow-like creature called an Aoaka, pronounced Aoaka. It had been too late to have a proper supper, but Jameis had insisted on getting a few pieces butchered. He'd toss them into the cauldron with some water and potatoes to simmer in the coals overnight. He'd refused to let anyone so much as taste it before they went to bed, saying it needed at least eight hours to cook properly. Jameis, this is amazing, Rain said, shoveling the hot stew into his mouth. Thank you, thank you, Jameis said, grinning from ear to ear. Mmm, Tallheart said. Jameis is a good cook. Rain looked up to see that Tallheart had a bowl filled with some sort of porridge. Jameis laughed. Stop, Tallheart. You'll make me blush. And that's the last of the potatoes. So don't get your hopes up. There's not much I can do with rock melons. <laughs> rock melon stew. <laughs> Ridiculous. How do you feel? Amelia asked, looking at Rain. He swallowed and paused to consider. Better. Still a little weak? We're not going back in today, are we? We haven't decided, Val said. Cartain and I vote yes. Amelia and Jemus vote no. And Tollhart doesn't count because he's not coming. We need you to break the tie. Amelia sighed and looked at Val. You're not ready. You can barely stand. What did you do to yourself while I was gone? For the last time, I'm fine, Val said. No, he's really not, Rain said. Sorry, it's at least a little bit my fault. He's a mana junkie and I'm his dealer. I think I'm going to vote. We wait another day. There's no rush. I've already got what I need to get back into the city and then some. By the way, I'm not accepting any more tell from any of you. Even split from now on. I insist. Well, you won't hear me complain. Jameis said. We've got over a thousand tell from one run. I'm generous, but not that generous. We won't get even half that on the next run, unless this layer regenerates ridiculously fast, Amelia said. Right, which is why we should be going now, Cartan said. You said it regens faster when it's low, so I say we keep hitting it. Until it's down. True, Amelia said. But if we wait long enough, the Umbral Charger may respawn. Killing higher level monsters gives better rewards, as a rule. Bah. Fine, Val said. You win. We'll sit on our asses. Come on, Rain. Let's go train. Rain shook his head. No way. I'm eating my stew, and you are taking it easy, like Amelia told you to. Jameis, what else is in here? Is that pepper? Yes, Jameis said. I always make a point to keep some spices on hand. Rain nodded. That's as good of an opportunity to ask about his past as any. So, you were a cook or something, before you became an adventurer. 
No, no, nothing like that. Cooking is just a hobby. I was a clerk working for the bank in Vesterval. That's a smaller city to the east of here, in case you weren't aware. Small is right, Val said. I went through there once. Calling it a city is a little generous, Jameis shrugged. The bank has an office there, so it isn't as small as all that. So you were a bank clerk, Rain prompted. Jameis nodded. Yes, for over twenty years, Cartan whistled. Twenty years? Sounds boring. I can see why you left. Jameis shook his head. I liked it. It was quiet, and it gave me plenty of time to read. So why did you leave then? Val asked. Did you look out and find a blue or something? Jameis sighed. Not many monsters involved in banking. No, I left before my awakening. I needed to get away from my wife. Cartan laughed and punched Jameis on the shoulder. Shit, Jameis, I never knew you used to be married. Technically, I still am, Jameis said, rubbing at his shoulder. Jameis sounds annoyed. Something must have happened. He doesn't strike me as the type to just walk out on someone. What happened? Val asked. Jameis's voice was measured as he replied. Well... I found out that none of my kids were actually mine. Things went downhill from there. Shit, Jameis, Cartan said, laying an armored gauntlet on his shoulder. Women, am I right? Can't trust a single one of them. I'm sitting right here, you know, Amelia said. Cartan looked at her. Oh, not you, of course. You know. Other women. Most of them are soft, untrustworthy, double-faced. Carten? Amelia cut him off. Yeah, he said, shrinking back as she fixed him with a flat look. Stop talking. Val laughed. Whatever chance you had with her, you just blew it. Oh, come on, Carten protested. I didn't mean it like that. I was just trying to cheer up Jameis. Amelia sighed and shook her head. Men. In Carten's place, I formally apologize on behalf of my gender. We're not all complete idiots. I swear, Rain said. Amelia smiled at him, then looked back at Jameis. So you left? Yes, Jameis said. As I saw it. I had two options. One, kill the bastard who stole my wife, then off myself. Or two, leave it all behind and start over. Obviously, I went with option two. And your wife? Rain asked. Your kids? Still in Vestval, as far as I know. I still feel bad for leaving my children behind, even if they weren't actually mine. You don't just raise someone for years without becoming attached. Jameis sighed and shook his head. They'll be fine, they're old enough. My wife took all my money too. 
so at least they won't have to worry about that. What? And you just rolled over, Cartan said. Jameis snorted. I wouldn't say that. The cockolding bastard has powerful connections. The entire city did nothing, even when I outed him in the public square. Jameis, that's terrible, Rain said. It's in the past. I'm an adventurer now. I never thought I'd make it this far, but here I am, he laughed. Got a bit of a late start. Why not go back? Val asked. Hmm? Jameis raised an eyebrow. Why? Like you said, you're an adventurer now. A strong one too. At least by the standards of Felsadanis. Why not go back and... And what? Jameis interrupted. Kill him. Would that get me my wife back? My kids? No. That would just rip open the wound. I have no taste for vengeance. It is naught but ash. Well, Jameis, at least you've got us. Carten slapped him on the back. Hey, by the way, did you dress like this back when you were a clerk? He gestured to Jameis's brilliant orange robes. Maybe that's why she cheated on you. Jameis snorted. Ha, thanks, Carten. I needed a laugh. He got to his feet and dusted off his robes. Come on, Tallheart. I've got a project for you. Don't worry, it won't take long. Tallheart got up from where he had been sitting silently, since he'd finished his potato porridge. Jameis? Rain said. The man paused, raising an eyebrow at him. Thanks for telling us about your history. I'm sorry, it sounds pretty shitty. Jameis smiled. Like I said, it's in the past. I like to think of myself as a new man. Right now, this new man needs a girdle. Let's go, Tallheart. I need some hammering done. Rain looked down at his knees as the pair walked away. That really fucking sucks. I can't believe something like that happened to Jameis. Whoa, Carten said. He's a better man than me. Ryder, killed the fuck. Amelia shook her head. Carten rounded on her. Oh, and what would you have done? Amelia sighed. I don't know. I probably would have left too. Bah, Carten said, clambering to his feet. Just killing anyone who crosses you isn't the solution, Carten, Ring said. Sure would have made me feel better, Carten groused. He sighed. Don't worry, Rain. I'm not some bloodthirsty murderer. I only kill them that needs killing. Where I come from, killing is always wrong, Rain said. People will justify it in a war. War is a capital punishment or something, but it's still wrong. If Jameis killed a man for sleeping with his wife, he'd be locked up in a prison. I agree with you, Rain, Amelia said. It is better not to kill if you can, but you won't always have a choice. Rain shook his head. There's always a choice. Val scoffed. Not out here. You are being naive. Out here, bad shit happens. And if you're strong enough to survive, 
you survive. That sometimes means bashing the other guy's head in, or in my case, blasting a hole straight between his eyes. Say a group of renegades caught us unawares in the night and put a knife to your throat, would you? Ah, ain't no way that'd happen, said Carton. We ain't some pathetic. Just hypothetically, Carton, said Val, glaring at him. Would you? Hypo what? The big man scratched at his beard. Gods, Val glared at him. It means for the sake of argument. He looked back at Rain. Would you let that bandit cut your throat? Would you let him kill me? Kill us? Just to hold on to your values? Rain sighed. Well, no, but I wouldn't... I mean, I'd negotiate with him. Or knock him out so we could run or something. His voice trailed off. I sound like an idiot. Something, Val said. What something? What if someone was going to kill everyone in a village, but you could stop them? One death to save hundreds, thousands. Wouldn't killing them to prevent it be better than doing nothing? Rain looked at his feet. I don't know. In that situation, he's got a point. It's not like you can just call the police. Hell, the police kill people all the time. Not that that's a good thing. I guess I've never had to think about it like this before, he said finally. I've never been in a kill or be killed situation. Not against another human, anyway. And that's the problem, said Val. You're level 18, but you've gone through less than half of the bad shit. Most people go through just to make it to level 10. You're idealistic and far, far too soft. Rain struggled to keep his face from reddening. I suppose it'll happen at some point. I'll have to turn someone into an icicle or velocity them right off a cliff. So what would you do, Val? Just kill them without thinking? Before Val could respond, Amelia cut him off. You just do the best you can, Rain, Amelia said. That's all any of us can do. Rain sighed. I know. You learn how the world really works eventually, Val said. He stood with a sigh. Well, if we are done with philosophy and we are not training, what are we doing? Someone needs to finish cleaning the Eoaka. Amelia said. I'll help, Rain said. I don't really know what I'm doing, though. Where I'm from, meat comes from a store, wrapped up in plastic. I'll show you, Amelia said. I suppose I'll help as well, Val said. That thing is enormous. I could find a use for the hide, he gestured to his jacket. The hastily stitched together seams were starting to rip open again. How are we going to preserve it? Rain asked. I could make another refrigerator pit. We'll dry and smoke it, Amelia said. What's a refrigerator? Rain shrugged. Icebox? Do you have those? 
It's like that, but without the ice. How does it work? Not your pit. The real thing, Val said. I don't actually know, Rain said. No magic. They run on lightning? Now that you mention it, I suppose what I made back in Tallheart's clearing was closer to an icebox than it was to a fridge. I think it has something to do with compressing air. Amelia smiled. Let's stick with smoking, 